nation. I stand before you and I'm... Yeah, of course. <laughs> All right, where was I? Oh, yeah, the Word of God. The Word of God is important. It's vital. It's absolutely foundational in our life. But we need more than just the Word of God. We need the, the presence and the power of God in our life. We need to experience the power of God. We need to experience Him in our life. We need to actually experience one another. Do you know God created you for relationship? He created all of us for a relationship with Him and for one, with one another. And when we... we we don't move forward and press into those relationships, then what happens is we we can never be fully who God's called us and created us to be. We were never designed to be independent. We were never designed to be separate. We were never designed to be just living on our own. If that was the case, then all we'd have to do is, you know, just go find a cave and live there, and, and then everything would be fine. But we find it's not because God's created us to be together and to be in true deep relationships, not just surface relationships, but relationships where we minister to one another and serve one another and love one another. That's God's plan and purpose, and we see that in the Scriptures. So that's important. That's just important. I just had to say that. That's not my sermon. It's one thought that I'd like to explode upon your minds and get into your hearts so deeply because we can never be, I, I think, we can never be truly human as God's designed us to be human unless we are like God. And we're going to talk about how he is here in a second. So when I talk about God, it's that love relationship that God has. He's created us to have a love relationship with him and with each other. And that's important. So, today I'm going to talk about what's a blessing anyway. What's a blessing anyway? Achoo! Bless you! Don't we just say that? Is that a blessing? Well, kind of. You're, you're asking a blessing upon a person. Um, I don't know if you know this, but why we say bless you is because they used to think that when you sneezed that was a demon coming out of you and so bless you you know and they were so paranoid about demons is they had to say a blessing so they'd keep everything under control not to say that we can't say that today but that's really kind of the foundation for that bless you when we sneeze is you know well bless bless you we need this blessing another thing is um uh in the scriptures we see um Isaac blessing his children. We see Isaac blessing Jacob and, and Esau. They both received a blessing from the Lord, uh, from them, and we'll look at that towards the end. We see Jesus blessing the children. So what does that mean anyway? And we bless our food. That's another form of blessing. Blessing is thanking God. God, we bless you. We, we just speak of your name and thank you and we recognize that you're the one who's provided this food you're the reason that we're we're eating this you created everything you brought all things together you created all the plants and all the things that we eat and and without god we wouldn't have anything and so there's this idea of blessing him 
And so we're going to try to answer the question, but I'm going to speak about blessing in a specific way. You know, we could talk about all these in a little more depth, but what I want to talk about is, is, when, is when we speak forth blessings. What does it mean? It says that bless, we speak with our mouth blessings and cursings. So what does it mean to speak a blessing? What is a blessing, and, and how does that start? Well, a simple definition of a blessing is God's favor and protection. That's the short version. It's God's favor and his protection. And the next time I preach, hopefully I'll preach on, on this passage that I'm, I'm thinking of, but there, there's this idea that, remember that blessing may... God bless you, may his face shine upon you. And, and there's this idea of his presence and his protection and his favor, his, his goodness. So that's really the, the basic understanding of a blessing. But I want to go into some more detail here because this is important for us to get and grasp in our hearts. So first thing is all blessings start with God. All blessings start with with God because he's the source. He's the source of all blessing. Now here's where I said I'm going to talk about God. If we understand the character of God, the nature of God, the scripture says God is love. And so many many people talk about that that relationship with with the Trinity, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. And and it's God totally, completely, the Father, Son, and the Spirit, giving themselves totally and completely, I mean openly, without any barriers, without any fears, without anything, totally giving themselves to the other, without being fearful of of being manipulated or hurt or harmed in any way. And so there's this whole thing of just going ahead and and giving love. But it's also, on the other part, is receiving The Father loves the Son, and the Father loves the Holy Spirit, and Jesus loves the Father, and the the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit loves the Father, and Jesus. They give themselves completely, and they receive each other completely. That's the heart of God. That's the heart of relationships. And if we could ever do it on this earth, that's God's heart for us. He wants us to be able to completely give ourselves to one another without fear, without anxiety, without any manipulation, without anything but the desire to see the other person ministered to. That's his heart. He wants us to be that way. He wants us to be that way as husband and wife. He wants us to be that way as a family. He wants us to be that way as a church. He wants us to be that way as a society. That's his goal and his purpose. But we know sins messed everything up and now we're, we're filled with fear and shame and we hide from people. We, we, we go and we don't really show ourselves because, man, I might get rejected and we've been hurt and we've been wounded. We have all this stuff going on, but God's love and God's desire for us is to enter into a fuller, deeper relationships because that's the only way we're going to be satisfied in him. Because he's created us that way. You know, famous theologians like Augustine, he says that we all have like a void. We have a place within our hearts 
that can never fully be satisfied unless we come to God. And then also not just coming to God, but giving ourselves wholly and completely to him because when we open up to him, he can completely open up to us. He's, he's there, but the stuff in us blocks the stuff that God wants to do. Because we put up those barriers, we put up those walls, we hide from God, we put up our fig leaves, <laughs> you know. I'm fooling God, look at my fig leaf. I didn't, I didn't do anything wrong. You know, it's, I just love it when it was in the garden, you know, and he came and he says, Adam, where are you? And, you know, it's just like a kid. Have you ever seen that? I remember seeing kids and they, they come and they got cookie all over their mouth because they, they're little and they can't quite get, oh, did you eat a cookie? No, and it's you, evidence is there. And we try to just, no, you're going to reject me if I tell you the truth. Oh, you're going to hate me. And God loves us, and he wants us to open up and, and open. But all blessings start with God. All blessings start from the one who is love. Because he wants to bless. He wants to pour out his goodness. He wants us to be abundant in the things of God. He wants us to experience the life that he desires. Jesus said, I came to give you life and life more abundantly. And I think if a lot of us were actually, if you really thought deep down in your heart, what do you think when Jesus says that? Do you believe it's possible? Do you truly believe it's possible? And sometimes we'll say, well, no, because look at the world we live in. Jesus was in this world when he said, I've come to give you life and life more abundantly. So he's talking about the here and now. I've come to give you life now. I've come to give you relationships now. I've come to give you this. And it's available. So God is a God of community. The Father, Son, and Holy Spirit totally giving of themselves and it's awesome and so then God says this in Genesis 1 26 he just says a real simple thing the the there's this conversation between the members of the trinity and here's what they say then God said let us Make man in our image according to our likeness and let them rule over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the sky, over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. And so God out of love wants to create one that he can be in relationship with. You know, we're different from every other plant and every other animal on the face of the world because we're created in the image of God. Sorry, I know people love dogs and cats, but they're not created in the image of God. Only man. Doesn't it say that God created after their type, after their kind? We're unique because God's made us moral people. We're unique because God has placed within us the ability to choose. We're unique because God's given us the ability to think and to act and to respond and to just have relationship with him on a level that nothing else can. And that's important to understand. And it says in Genesis chapter 2, verse 7, says, Then the Lord God formed man out of the dust from the ground 
and he breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living being. See, all the other things, he just called them forth, created them out of, with his voice. But just think what he did when he made Adam. He formed a body out of the, out of the earth, and it says he breathed life, and he became a living soul, a living creature. And that's so unique and powerful, and it's, it's something else. And so God shows his incredible blessing is that he breathes his very life into us and we come into existence. And then not only that, but in Genesis chapter 1, verses 27 and 28, we get, we get the first word recorded in the Bible that God spoke to Adam or Eve. The very first word is this. Here's what it says. God created man in his image. In the image of God, he created them male and female, and God blessed them. And he said this, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish and over the sea and over the birds of the sky and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Then God said, Behold, I have given you every plant, and we're not going to worry about that because the focus that I want to get on is that the very first things, the very first words he said, he blessed them and he spoke to them and says, Be fruitful and multiply. And there's this idea of, of God's blessing. But why would that even begin to sur- surprise us? Because God's love is the wellspring. Of all blessings. James chapter 1, verse 17. I'll tell you, you know, when sometimes when you mess up with your verses and stuff, you're in trouble. Um, I just, I have to read this to you because I thought it was really funny. I, I did that this morning. All right, James is in this Bible. I know it is. It's right after he, there we go. So it's James 1.17 that I wanted, but here's what James 1.7 says. For that man ought not to expect that he should receive anything from the Lord. That'd kind of mess you up, wouldn't it? It's kind of like, like the person going through the Bible says, oh, I want to see what the Lord wants today, and it says, Oh, Judas hung himself. Go and do likewise. Uh-oh. Maybe I'll do another verse. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm looking. I go, that's not right. That's not the verse that I want. What is the verse? And it's 117. Well, it's true. 117 says, Every good thing given and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there's no variation or shifting shadow. Everything good, everything good, everything good comes from God. He's the source of it all. If something flows through us and it's good, he's the source of it because he's given us his life and he wants that life to flow through us. 
And yes, we can be good and love and care and do things for people, but ultimately it's because of the love of God that we even have the understanding to do it and how God's placed it in us. And so we play a great part in, in, in just allowing the blessings of God to flow unto others. But God's the source. He's the wellspring. It springs up from Him. And it flows to everything. So blessings then are spoken. Blessings are spoken. They're not just thoughts. They're not just a kind thought. Oh, you know, how, how often do you do this? And you, you look at somebody and you think something positive, but you never say anything. You just think it. Well, that's not a blessing, but it's a good thought. I mean, you want to think good of others. That's, I mean, it's okay. But when we're talking about a blessing, blessing is something that's spoken. It says God came to them and blessed them, and he said... We have to speak forth a blessing. We have to release it so that it can be heard by the person who is hearing it. So it can be received. So blessings are spoken to people. Now we know this scripture very well. It says life and death are in the power of the tongue. I think it actually says death and life. I just reversed them, I guess. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. So we can release a blessing unto people, or we can release a curse. We can release life, or we can release death. We have that opportunity. It's just kind of a crazy thing. And I think James is the one who talks about that with with the same mouth. We bless God and we curse others. He wants us to be blessing. Do you know... The, the scripture says, bless those who hate you, bless those who persecute you, bless those who do all these evil, terrible, bad things. He says, bless them. He says, overcome evil with good. And that we're to be a people of blessing with a mouth that blesses rather than curses and brings forth his life in his abundance. You know, blessings are kind of similar to prayer. But prayer's talking to God. Blessings are talking to people. You know, a lot of times the things like, for example, if I, had a, if I had a blessing for you and you weren't present, I'd just turn it into a prayer. I'd say, Lord, let this happen in this person's life because that's really what it is. But it's the direction that makes a prayer goes to God and a blessing goes out and speaks to people. And so that's pretty cool. So it can't be just a thought. It's not just a prayer lifted up. God, I pray that you bless them. That's a prayer. But a blessing speaks. All right. Now here's where it gets fun. And here's where it gets more intentional and more, we get more understanding of what a blessing is. Because sometimes we can just say, well, I just bless you. And, and it's like, we think, well, who am I to bless somebody? Who, you know, I'm not a, like, bless me, you know. Who, who, and Blessings are speaking God's intention for another person. So, God, what do you want in this person's life? What do you want to see released? And in that sense, I'm telling you, blessings are pretty close 
to being prophetic or prophecy, but prophecy is a little more directive. Thus saith the Lord, boom, 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 this is going to happen. And that's directive. And if it is from the Lord, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. If he says it, it's going to take place. But a blessing, see, a blessing, how do you want to say this? A blessing is something that we can receive and walk into, but we have to walk in the ways of God to receive his blessings. It's just the way it is. Remember, like in Deuteronomy, he says, I've set before you this day, life and death, blessings and curses. And he says, choose life. Choose the blessing. Choose my path. Choose to walk in the things that I've told you to. Because when you do, then you're going to have the abundance that I've promised you. You'll experience it. You'll experience my life. What does Jesus say? Now, I see, I always do this. I have extra scriptures that pop into my brain. But what did Jesus say? It's not up there. But he said this. He says, if you abide in my word, then you are truly disciples of mine because you're walking in his ways. That's why you go to the Lord to be his disciple because I'm going to learn your ways. So I'm walking his ways. You're truly my disciple. You'll know the truth. In other words, you're going to begin to experience the truth. And that will set you free. It's as we walk in his ways. So God's blessings are obviously conditioned upon us walking in his ways. Because we we can't expect to walk in the opposite way of God and receive his blessing. Because remember, all blessings flow from God. And all blessings come from him. He's made a way for us to come and receive every blessing every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, every precious promise. He's given us the ability for every single one of these. But when we speak a blessing, we're not just speaking our intentions upon a person. We're speaking God's. That's important. It's God's heart. Blessing is what God wants to do. Blessing is speaking forth the things that God can show us, just like I said, just like a a prophecy. God can show us ways to bless people and release his blessing. So here's another way to consider what a blessing is. Blessing is a conduit for God's grace. It's a conduit for God's grace. We just speak it and and it comes. It comes. And it flows into the life of a person Frank DiMazio, uh, he speaks of the blessing as a transmission or endowment of the power of God's goodness and favor poured into my life. Do you see what it says? A transmission. When words are spoken, that's why it says life and death are in the power of the tongue. When we speak things, it releases the life of God. When we speak what God is speaking, it releases the life of God. That's why it's so important for us to get our heart around, God, what's your purpose and what do you want to do in this situation? And to hear from him so we can speak life into it. That's what he wants. That's what he desires. But a transmission and an endowment of the power of God's goodness and favor into a person's life. That's awesome. That's a good blessing. When we speak a blessing, it opens the doors for God to work in someone's life as only he can do. 
This one I really like. There's a couple that are good in here. Nelson's New Illustrated Dictionary says this. What a blessing is the act of declaring or wishing favor and goodness upon others. The blessing is not only the good effect of the word, it also has the power to bring it to pass. And so what we're saying by that, what, what, what they're saying is that it's not just the words that we speak, but if these things are from God and they're a blessing from God, then what that does is it releases the power of God to work. And we want to see it and experience it and be a people of blessing and a people that speak blessing. This is a good one too. Ah! Oh. Blessings always release increase. Always. Always. What's the first phrase that God said? Be fruitful. Be what? And multiply. Fill the earth. He's not just talking little things. Be fruitful. Fruitful isn't one little grape on a vine. Oh, look at I'm fruitful. I got fruit. Not one little fruit on the vine. Remember when they went into the, the promised land, when they brought the grapes out? They had to put them on a pole. Have two people carry them in because they were so huge. They were just bringing a cluster. And they had to put it between two guys to tow it into the land. Oh, you know, And they're bringing it in. Because this is a land that's fruitful. Milk and honey, filled with milk and honey. This is fruitfulness. And that's what God wants. Fruitfulness, fruitfulness, fruitfulness. He wants to bring increase. And that's why when we begin to speak these blessings, increase can begin to take place. Now this one here, you ready? I found this definition. And, you know, I love to study, so that's the way it is. You get the fruit of my study. <clears throat> Yeah, no kidding, you guys. I love it, though. I love it. This is so awesome. I found this definition in the theological word book of the Old Testament. Sounds pretty fancy, huh? It's a word study book, but it says that blessing means to endue with power for success. Prosperity fecundity and if you're like me i had to look that up and i put the words of what it means in there fecundity which means the ability to produce an abundance of offspring or new growth and then it says longevity it's talking about increase in every aspect of our lives if we really truly look at it god wants to bless every part of our life every single part of our life every relationship he wants to bless our work he wants to bless the the fruit of our labor he wants to bring his increase and so it's in doing of his power to bring these things about God wants to, us to experience the fullness in every area. And here, turn on that next slide. This is, what, I'm, I'm just going crazy. This is hardly anything of what he wants us to experience. This is the tip of the iceberg. Love. He wants us to experience his love. Come on. 
God is love and he pours out his love and he's waiting for us to open our hearts and finally just, I'm coming to you. Just like John was talking about. And I think just, just like, like both Renee and, and uh, Lena were talking about, oh Lord, you show me this, thanks, I'm coming to you, I'm going to receive it. I'm just coming, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm opening up. And as we open up, he just takes care of the stuff in our life and frees us and releases us. But we can't hide from God, we can't run from God and expect his blessings. There's love, there's joy, there's peace, there's gentleness, there's kindness, there's goodness, meekness, patience, eternal life, compassion, mercy, grace, strength, encouragement, freedom, wholeness, support, purpose, meaning, value, hope, gifts, talents, fulfillment, right relationships, Blessings, promises of an inheritance, strength, comfort, healing, restoration, reconciliation, unity, harmony, edification, fellowship, communion, soundness of mind, prosperity, abundance, and an overflowing cup, generosity, and companionship. Tip of the iceberg. It is. How many more things can we list from the scriptures? Tons, but I don't have like a life and a half to do all the, these sermons. I got to do them on the, on the go here. So those were just off the top of my head. I typed them in. So what I'd like to do is leave us with two examples of blessings. And I'm going to be speaking about, uh, in the near future here, I'm going to speak about the anatomy of a blessing. And we're going to look at this one of these blessings that's in Numbers where it says, you know, let the Lord's face shine upon you. We're going to look at that in great detail. And then we're going to look at the blessings that are described in, in uh, uh, Deuteronomy chapter 28. We're going to look at the blessings, and you're going to see the scope and the width of the blessings that God desires to pour out upon us and what God desires to do. So here's two examples of blessing. The first blessing comes from Genesis chapter 27, verses 28 and 29. It's where Isaac thinks he's blessing his son Esau. And in fact, he's blessing Jacob because remember he tricked him. And you know, here's the whole thing is that God had already proclaimed. See, sometimes people get really shook up about this. He's tricking his dad. How come? How come God's going to bless him? God said even before they were born, before they ever did anything, God declared that the older shall serve the younger. And it says it in the New Testament so that we can understand that it's by God's promise. It's by God's promise and not by the works of man. So that just wipes out this whole thing. Well, how comes God's blessing him? God proclaimed he was going to bless him before he was even born. I don't believe he had to do it the way he did. God would have done it another way. But his deception, of course, proved his character. And then God changed that character when he wrestled (laughs) with him. (laughs) That changed everything. So here's this blessing that he speaks. And I I want you to look at this word may because it's saying may this take place in your life. He's speaking forth what God wants to do. This is a blessing upon his life. And so verse 22 says this in um, 
Nope, that's not right. That's the next one. All right, let me go to the Genesis one. I didn't write it down. It's in Genesis chapter 27, verses 28 and 29. So I didn't type it down. Type it down. (laughs) See, now it's up there, but I didn't type it in my notes because sometimes I don't. Here's what he says. So he came close and kissed him, and when he smelled the smell of his garments, he blessed him and said, See the smell of my son. It's like the smell of a field which the Lord has blessed. Now may God give you the dew of heaven and the fatness of the earth and an abundance of grain and new wine. May peoples serve you and nations bow down to you. Be master of your brothers and may your mother's sons bow down to you. Cursed be those who curse you and blessed are those who bless you. May these things be on your life. That's what he's saying. May the blessing of God, may that do. What's, what's the idea with the do anyway? He's saying, may the dew of the Lord be on there. This just, it's talking about his abundance in all the things of the earth. You know, it's the opposite of drought. The life of God flowing and moving and those kind of things. And then the second example is the blessing that God commanded Aaron. And I'm not going to preach on this. I'm just going to read it. And then I'm going to give you a blessing today. So, Here's what it says. Then the Lord spoke to Moses. Who's the one who's speaking to Moses? So God's the source. It's not Moses. You know, a lot of times that's what they do in the New Testament. Our father Moses, our father Moses, he did this, he did that. God told him to do this. And so this comes from God. This is something God initiated. This is something he wants. And he spoke to Moses. He says, you speak to Aaron. Remember who Aaron was? He was the high priest, and he was to speak a blessing. He says to them and to their sons, thus shall you bless the sons of Israel. You shall say to them. Again, blessings have to be spoken. This time it doesn't really say, may this happen. It says, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace. Here's the interesting part. So they shall invoke my name on the sons of Israel, and then I will bless them. They're going to invoke his name. To invoke means to call upon, to bring these things about. Remember, God's the source of all blessing. And when we speak a blessing, it's based on the intentions of God's heart. God's the one who spoke this. God's the one who desired this. I want to speak a blessing on my people, and I want to bless them. 
God wants to bless us. He wants to. He's already made it all available. He wants to bless us. We just have to receive. It's not easy because we have to get rid of the stuff inside of us to receive, to come and draw close to God. It's not easy, but it's well worth it. Well worth it. Well worth it. Oh, you have a testimony, do you? (laughs) Okay, here we go. offered a job in a city 90 miles from here. And I asked my husband, and we, you know, did a month go, you need $1,500 more in order to be able to afford this job. You'd be paying if you didn't. You need $1,500 more. And then I, I showed him my journal. You know, like God really spoke to me in my journal. And he read it, and he said, okay, you got to go. I picked up the phone, and I called and said, yes, I'll take the job. And they said, where do you want us to send your $1,500 check? I'm like, what? <laughs> Where do you want us to send your $1,500 check? And I'm like, I, what, what, what's the $1,500 for? It was a signing bonus. So I went to this job. I said, yes, there's a half-time position. I'm a special education teacher. The other teacher is an early childhood special, or regular ed teacher. We were co-teaching together. Um, every day I drove. I cried on the way there. I cried on the way back. It was a miserable situation. The teacher did not want me in the classroom, and she didn't want these children with special needs in her classroom. We weren't welcome, and so it was a very challenging position. And I thought about her all the time. I dreamed about her. I was in Target, and I would think about her. And then one day I was driving to work, and I'm like, okay, every time I think about her, I'm going to bless her. Mm. I had, and I would say, God bless her, God bless her, God bless her, God bless her. I really didn't mean it. I didn't really want her blessed because she was wrong, and she didn't. (laughs) Right? Right? I didn't want to. That was not my heart. Bless your children. God bless your children. God bless her family, right? It started to change my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one day I walked into the room, I opened the door, and it was like, oh! <laughs> the light changed in the room. I can't, I don't know how to explain it, except that the light, even the light in the room, changed. And, and I, like, God changed my heart. The teacher, the other teacher did nothing else different. She did the same thing, all the same, but it changed my heart. The blessing got back to me, and it, it, right? So I'm sure she got blessed, but I got blessed too. Mm-hmm. He changed my heart, so I have a love that I didn't love before. Wahoo! Yes. <laughs> if you're going to talk, come up here. Thank you. One time when I was driving several years ago, um, someone like pulled right in front of me in a very dangerous way. And I, I can't even remember what I said now, but I said something to the effect, you idiot, <laughs> you know, like that. And I heard the voice of the Lord immediately say to me, Suzette, I do not want you to curse people. I want you to bless them. And I thought, 
I mean, that, that really changed my thinking. So, I mean, it just, blessing, even if someone's not going to know, and you don't even know them. So I just said, I bless that person in Jesus' name, and, you know, bless, it's powerful. This is a good sermon. Many. <laughs> I'm serious. So I'm 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 writing on on the blog. So what I'm doing is I'm I I was going to be. I'm writing a series that was called Eight Steps to Experiencing His Victory, and it talks about eight different things that that. God will work through us, you know, seeing who he is, understanding that we have to take responsibility for the things that we've done, that we have to repent before God, that we have to, to um, you know, turn away from, from sin, that, that we receive God's healing and stuff in our life. And the last step is, is a blessing. And I thought, well, I said, man, I said, I'm going to probably write one article on that, you know, Maybe maybe two if I really stretch it. And so I started looking at the word blessing, and I just, I just was blown away. I have 13, and that I could do more. I have 13 long, huge sermons that I could do on just this speaking of blessing. And, of course, it's just amazing. But here is my blessing to you and then we're going to make it available if anyone wants prayer I want you to just come and to receive from the Lord because he desires to bless you he desires to bless he desires to bless you with health he desires to bless you with good relationships he desires to bless you with with freedom and liberty in your emotions he desires to bless you at every level whatever things are are coming in your life he wants to bring and pour out his blessing so here's my blessing to you. May the Lord open your eyes to the greatness of who He is. May you understand all the riches of His blessing. May you receive a revelation of the importance of speaking blessing. May He give you insight into how you can speak blessings into the lives of others. May He give you ample opportunity to speak His blessing to those around you. And may you abound in the things of the Lord and increase in His favor. Lord, we just thank You and praise You for Your faithfulness you're a good God and you do bless us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places every precious promise there's many so we're thankful for that so we receive your blessing today we receive these words and ask for them to stir us to a new level of understanding who you are and who we are and the words that we can speak that will give life to others Thank you for that. In Jesus' name. Amen. You're always going.